With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Daily Mojo Podcast. Adjust your mojo now. We are controlling transmission. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary. All things being equal, I'd rather be in Philadelphia. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, good. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of radio with an attitude. Welcome to another two hours of common sense and erratic behavior. With Brad Staggs and producer Ron, this is your Daily Mojo. I don't know who did it, but somebody finally got a hold of the Nashville Shooters Manifesto and put it out there. Got it to uh, Steven Crowder. And now we understand why they didn't want it put out there. At least three or four pages of it are available now online and of course they are not confirming that it is in fact the nashville shooters manifesto but it's pretty obviously the nashville shooters manifesto and it kind of confirms uh everything that we thought would be in the nashville shooters manifesto so why did they crazy oh okay i mean is it just because they were crazy? crazy okay white privilege and uh, it was, uh, uh, let's see, I'm, hold on, I gotta get out my chart. It was a woman uh, pretending to be a man. It's, it's the chart gets me a little. Uh, but didn't Audrey we know Hale that is though? A, I mean, yeah, we did know that. Okay. But the but the pages that they've leaked now, or that have been leaked out, uh, that are on. Steven Crowder's website over at louderwithcrowder.com. And there are, again, only uh, two or three pages that he has produced so far. Uh, the uh, First of all, I see that uh, this is the day. Today is the day. The day has finally come. I can't believe it's here. Don't know how I was able to get this far, but here I am. I'm a little nervous, but excited to. Been excited for the past two weeks. Wow. There were several times several several times I could have been caught, especially in the summer of twenty twenty one. None of that matters now. I'm almost an hour and seven minutes away. Can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. My only fear is if anything goes wrong, I'll do my best to prevent that sort of I'll do my best to prevent something, any of that of that sort. Uh, God, let my wrath take over my anxiety. It might be uh, 
10 minutes tops. It might be three to seven. It's going to go quick. I hope I have a high death count. Wow. Ready, ready to die. Ha ha. Uh, then there was, let's see, there was another page. Here's the other page. Uh, there's a, a schedule for death day. Later schedule. Uh, That's those, the later schedule. Yeah, the later schedule. Must be before I uh, died. Later schedule. None, none, 950 test knife core uh, glass breaker on dad's old cars. 10 a.m. leave for Royal Range. And they've got the, the time. Leave for the Covenant School, 1135. Lock and load all weapons. And kill those kids. Those crackers going to private fancy school with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. F you little shits. I wish uh, I wish to shoot you with uh, back ass dicks. Wish to shoot you weak. Oh, weak ass dicks with your mop yellow hair. Want to kill all you little crackers, bunch of little faggots with your white privilege. Uh, F you faggots. Wow. Person, uh, yeah, didn't. And so they, they didn't want uh, somebody out there who, uh, you know, hated whitey. Didn't want any of that. Didn't want to show that the, the crazy was there. Now, the uh, mayor's office in Nashville is saying, oh, we are going to find out who leaked this. We are going to find out why Why are they so concerned? Why They wouldn't release this initially. Well, they, they said that they were going to, then they wouldn't, then they uh, decided that they weren't. Um, and then somebody who obviously had pictures sent them to uh, Stephen Crowder. Now, they'll probably figure out who this was that uh, leaked it. The person's wearing purple gloves and... Uh, there is a Metro Nashville uh, police SUV in the background of one of these, and it looks like a green spring clip over here. So it's not going to be too difficult, I think, to find out who it was that took these but pictures. It looks like somebody was transporting it from one place to another, maybe. Right. And on the sidewalk on their way to their cruiser, they were... <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that... Uh, not going to be too tough to figure out who did this. And why didn't they want this out? Why didn't they want this out there? I mean, all of these stupid reasons were, well, we didn't want somebody to copycat crime. Come on. They didn't want this out there because it's uh, the wacky the wacky lefties. Yeah. And their whole, uh, you know, uh, white privilege and all that other crap. This person bought into the narrative of the wacky left in this case, which is probably... Again, I I still think that there is blame to go around, and I think the machine is probably guilty as a whole. And there were enough people um, in the uh, on the Republican side of things. They're just bad people out there. They're bad people, and they're going to do bad things. And if you're not ready for it, shame on you, because there are some crazy ass people out there prepared at any moment to do crazy ass things. You gotta be prepared for this stuff. That's why the, the title of today's episode, The Strangest Times, I don't know that they are the strangest times. I think that what it is is that we're just there's so many people now. There are billions 
upon the earth, and there are 400 million in this country alone. You can take the, uh, what, in 1976 when there were 200 million people, and 3% of that, which is, you do the math. Yeah. Now you got twice that many people out there doing crazy things. But uh, the Nashville police say that the investigation uh, began yesterday morning into those photographs that surfaced. Uh, the photographs, uh, the authorities previously said they had combed through a notebook of writings from the shooter to learn more and that the shooter had written extensively in a personal notebook about the attack. The attacker, of course, was uh, uh, assumed room temperature there at the school when those cops busted in and took them down. Uh, in a statement, Mayor Freddie O'Connell, which is weird because that's not who was mayor when I left Nashville. Sounds weird. When you move out of a town and you hear about stuff that's there, it's like, who's Freddie O'Connell? Why did he get elected? I'm assuming it's a he. Said he directed the city's law department to conduct an investigation into how these images could have been released. Damn it. That investigation may involve local, state, and federal authorities. I'm deeply concerned with the safety, security, and well-being of the Covenant families and all Nashvillians who are grieving. An attorney for the shooter's parents was unable to authenticate the writings, telling CNN in a statement, we did not release them, and that they had never seen the shooter's writings. So the parents had never even seen what the, uh, the crazy person had written. And that's got to be horrible. Yeah. Being the parent of somebody who goes out and does this whacked shit. I think what would be worse is if the parents only got to see what they were what they had written when it got released. Yeah, because would, I, my guess is the cops kept it from them too. Trying to decide if I would want to see that. Uh, I probably wouldn't want to see it, but it would give me closure. And I say closure in the fact that not not the death of my of my you know daughter. Um, but the reasoning behind the death of my daughter. Except you probably lay awake at night going, how in the hell did they, unless... Well, no, my guess is that the signs were there. Yeah. But they're only just now seeing them. Right. Well, as soon as your... I've been there. ...daughter decides they want to start... Yeah, as soon as the the daughter decides that they want to go around and be a guy... Yeah. You know that there's something, the wiring isn't quite right. The shooter's writing's been part of the months-long legal fight uh, playing out in Nashville over the release of the documents and records related to the March 27th shooting. I'd forgotten that was on my birthday. Uh, And they filed FOIA requests. To get this this stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Let's see, the uh, Tennessean... Filed a FOIA uh, to, to, to the National Police Association and the Tennessee Firearms Association. They also filed FOIAs, and they ended up having to sue, arguing that lessons gleaned from the writings could benefit public safety by shedding light on the killer's thinking. Mm. And that's why the... Uh, but they say the parents of two of the three children who were killed have asked the court to deny the Freedom of Information Act requests for the release of the shooter. Why? The church also that ran the school wanted to prevent the records from being released. It's supported by many of the school students, uh, the school students, parents who fear the release could cause copycat attacks. Come on, people. Only, only if they're only if they're crazy too. When was the last time? I mean, what, what would be in here that would cause a copycat attack other than 
I mean, y'all already know what they did. They went in there, they were crazy, and they started shooting kids. I mean, that, that's the sign of an insane uh, person. And I saw a statistic yesterday, the day before maybe it was, it was a graph. Was it maybe James or Squish? I can't remember who tweeted it. But the graph was the closure of, of uh, mental institutions. And the graph on the, the, uh, the trend was going from the upper left to the lower right. It was going down. And as that went down, the uh, number of prisoners from the left down going to the right up. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, the, we've, we've stopped putting people in mental institutions and we just put them in prison when they're crazy now. Maybe it's time to bring back mental institutions. But then you have all those horror stories about mental institutions. Uh, see here, uh, but by the way, if you want to be uh, part of the program, comment on any of the insanity that is part of the news cycle today. Use the hashtag what I learned today on the X as stinky biscuit did. You really lost a grip on uh, reality. If one of your beefs to kill people is fancy khakis, no (laughs) kidding. Yep. Um, and Kathy in the Berg says, now Brad, you know, they can't be racist. See, that's just it. It's the, it's the narrative. It's they've. It's just like in socialist and communist societies. They've got to keep hold of the narrative. They have to stay in control or they have completely, they, they will, they'll lose. And the people who have common sense and a will to be free will take over. Just Tony, all dressed up to go vote today. He's got his uh, brand new shirt there. Nice. He's got, uh, he's a patron. It's a good looking shirt there, Tony. That is. Is it cold there where he is? I don't know, but going to vote in that shirt is freaking awesome. It is. They're going to say, who are the clowns on the back? Doesn't matter. I'll I'll be a clown all damn day. What do you mean, will be? Uh, Okay. Hey, oh, don't forget to go to thedailymojo.com and sign up. Uh, Even if you just want to sign up for the, uh, the text the texting portion of the Insider Club. It's absolutely free. You just text Daily Mojo to 80123, and uh, you'll get texts from us on an occasional basis. We're working on different things. We've been discussing an app because the whatever you de- whenever you depend on an outside um, an outside entity, yep. like a, a a texting platform, you are at the mercy of. Uh, carriers, AT&T, Sprint. Does Sprint still exist? Whatever. Uh, Whoever T-Mobile, the damn carriers yeah. are. T-Mobile, Verizon, Whatever they are AT&T. nowadays. Yeah. So we're, we're looking at ways to make sure that we can be and we And we are getting your successful. messages. Those people who are asking us, are we still sending text messages every day? Yeah. We get and those messages yes. from you, and the answer is yes. Even if we answer you, you're not getting it. So we don't know right. why. Some providers are blocking stuff out. So we're going to look at a, maybe a different method. So, Yep. So we're working on that behind the scenes. It just takes time, money, and people, all of which are limited uh, on our end. But if you want to support the platform, you can also do that at the dailymojo.com. If you click on the, uh, the Insider Club at the top, and there are ways that you can monetarily support it, and you'll get well, we you will we will retain the ability to bring stories like this to you of uh, the Nashville shooter that guarantee you that you're not going to see that in the mainstream media. Correct. 
and I applaud Steven Crowder for getting, uh, getting that out there. The fact that he was able to do that and uh, get it published, that you know the FBI is going to come knocking on his door. Yep, they're going to want to so, know where he got it. Yeah, so uh, if you can, that would be great that you uh, support our platform. Thank you for doing so if you, uh, if you are able to. And otherwise, hey, we can still be friends. We just won't send you those sexy pictures. <laughs> the uh, the Donald also is uh, he's pretty. Actually, it's his attorney who's pissed off. Did you see and his attorney judge. outside? And the judge. The judge is a little bit ticked as well. But yeah, but his his attorney is really upset, and I don't blame her because uh, she got shut down by by the judge. Uh, is that how, how do you say her last name? Habib? Hot pants. Uh, I just call her Hottie. Yeah, okay. She's because she's hot. She is. Her name uh, is uh, not even Alina gonna... Haba. 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 As in Haba, Haba, Haba. Right? Uh, you know, does the fact that she's smart, does that intimidate you, Ron? Uh, smart probably. women intimidate you? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, she was uh, pretty pissed off. Let me find the uh, video of her. She's outside the uh, courtroom, and she uh, pulled no punches when she was speaking about the judge in this case and about the fact that she was being silenced. To the microphone, they just walked outside of the courthouse. Let's dip in here and listen. More honest, coming from the judge who has already predetermined that my client committed fraud before we even walked into this courtroom. I'm not here to hear what he has to say. Then why exactly? Am I being paid as an attorney, and why exactly are taxpayer dollars being used? And she's referring to the judge, who said, I'm not here to hear what he has to say. Well, that's because Trump was giving lengthy answers. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. He was because he can't. There's a gag order. So he can't say anything outside the courtroom. They'd obviously don't want him to say anything inside the courtroom. They just don't want him to say anything. That's insane. I mean, that's uh, supposedly the court is where you get to air your grievances or you get to put up a defense for your you side. You know what I didn't realize until, until just uh, this morning is that he's already been found guilty of, oh, of the issue. He he, he's in, now realizing that? Yeah, he's in trial now to determine how much money he's going to have to pay. I didn't, yes, I didn't get course. that. Yeah, It's... They knew going in that they were going to find him guilty. But the thing is, guilty of what? What is the charge of overvaluing your assets? assets. Yeah, because apparently in New York, there doesn't have to be a victim on this crime. Or does there, and they're just ignoring that. No, I mean, according to the law, which I read this morning, or the portion of the law that I read this morning, it said there doesn't have to be a victim uh, in this in this particular crime. So what's the crime? Whatever the judge says he did. I mean, uh, essentially, that's what ha- that's what's happening. He overvalued his estates on what is it? Tax records or loan records or whatever the case may be. But my my problem with that thing is, is doesn't doesn't that happen often? Is that if someone's willing but, to pay you money for something? At that rate, well, that's the point. Give you Anything a loan is, at that rate, then it's, it's only worth what people are willing to pay. So I don't see again. I don't see what the crime is. It's that's that's a, overvaluing I agree with you. your asset. Yes, I agree with you. But because the judge 
thinks he overvalued the asset and Trump doesn't, then who's, who wins? Well, the court. And that's, that's Trump's problem. That's what he's saying. This is horseshit. But the, but the, the law says that you, you can't overvalue your assets. That's uh, evidently. Huh. All right. Anyway, she went on. Courtroom. The answer is very clear. Because Miss James wants to stand right here like she did this morning and call my client a liar. Call the company fraudulent and make a name for herself. She said this morning that the numbers don't lie and they won't lie in this case. Well, Miss James, I have a message for you. The numbers didn't lie when you ran for governor and that's why you dropped out. And the numbers don't lie when President Trump runs for office in 2024. And those numbers are loud and clear. This country is falling apart. Yeah, boy, and if we don't stop corruption in courtrooms where attorneys are gagged, where attorneys are not allowed to say what they need to say to protect their clients' interests, it doesn't matter what your politics are. Everyone has a right in this country to get up and put a defense. I don't care who you are. You have a right to hire a lawyer who can put objections on the record. You have a right to hire a lawyer who can stand up and say something when they see something wrong. But I was told to sit down today. I was yelled at and I've had a judge who is unhinged slamming a table. Let me be very clear. I don't tolerate that in my life. I'm not going to tolerate it here. Let me just tell you, for an attorney to get up and slam a judge like that, that's yeah. kind of a, a big deal. Oh, it is a big deal because, because isn't she, is, is she under the own. gag order as well? Uh, I would assume. Yeah, I, I don't would know. Assume but, she is. Yeah, well, because she was she was slamming James pretty hard there. That's why I was saying. But I the, uh, the, well, she she's right. She is. She's right. right. Everybody has. Yeah. That's why we're behind Bob Menendez up there. The uh, uh, the uh, congressperson who has uh, been accused of whatever the hell they're accusing him of without having put him through any sort of a, uh, of a legitimate trial. And they're trying to knock him off of, of committees and trying to uh, take his money away. Can't do that either. Yeah. Just been accused of something doesn't mean you did it. And that has to go both ways. And people who hate Trump, if they cannot see through their hatred and realize that this is a two-way street and they're going to end up being the victim at some point, then they're just dumbasses. Well, but yeah, there's still Which, something that underlines this whole process, and that is the um, the time the time limit had expired for them to even be doing what they're doing with Trump. The statute of statute limitations. of limitations, yeah, has expired. Uh, why are they even why is he even in court about this? All it is is for them to for her to make good on a promise she made when she was running for AG. I will bury him. Well, I will and, I will prosecute him. And it turns out she is uh she was financially backed by <sighs> wait for it. George Soros. Yep. Now, granted, it was uh, a couple of, well, the ones that we know about were a couple of donations of $10,000 and $20,000, but still, she was uh, bankrolled by George Soros. The uh, 
I'm trying to find that law that it's a fraud law. They're trying to say he engaged in fraud. But again, how do you how do you prove it? What is it? James says he overvalued his collateral for loans to get lower interest rates. He thinks. But the bank gave him the interest and he paid it back. They gave him the loan and he paid it all back with interest. So who gets to decide what something is worth? Again. And how the hell does a judge get to do that? And why isn't there a jury? Oh, that's right. Because even if you had a jury in there, people who even hated Trump, I think they'd have a hard time coming to the conclusion. Although yet, look at Sam Bankman Freed. Was it four hours? When they was uh, when the when the uh, jury was uh, given the evidence and told to go back into the little room, it took them four hours, and that included lunch. So who knows? James says, "I wish you would slam me." Hell, how does he get the hot attorneys? Oh, well, never mind. The answer to that is he is Donald freaking Trump. money. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say money. He's smart. How how again is he? Because this goes, they always they always overlook this, that uh, he uh, is not a misogynist. He hires women. Doesn't hire ugly women, but he hires women. And uh, who was it? Uh, e. Jean Carroll, the one who uh, accused him of rape. And they found that he didn't rape her, but he was uh, responsible for the rape. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is just ass backwards. If we don't get this criminal justice or this justice system as a whole figured out, we are all in deep Bandini. And that would be fertilizer for those of you unfamiliar with Bandini. Uh, I'll look Phil's next. The First Amendment lives here. Watch and listen at thedailymojo.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Stupidity is not a competition. My dad used to say, Joey, baby. You ever seen a grown man naked? Unless you're a politician. The Daily Mojo. You know, I wish I had been in a a hit TV sitcom back in the 90s. Why? One like Friends. Did you see how much Matthew Perry, how much his residuals... Were I did I don't know what his residuals were, but I know what his net worth. I'll tell was. you, yeah. twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, twenty million a year for residuals from Friends, because now they have to figure out who's going to get his residuals, which it looks like it's going to be his parents. But damn, if somebody had told me all you got to do is be in a you know like a hit sitcom back in the nineties, and then I put it done into it. syndication over and over again, so. Well, yeah. I mean, if you've got a hit sitcom, as long as you've got 100 episodes, that was the old rule. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and, and get into syndication. I mean, I would have done it had I known, but I didn't know at the time. $20 million. So dollars. I think his, tw- a year. his current net worth was $120, was not it? That's, I'd take that. Yeah. Uh, I sent Phil Bell a, uh, and let's bring Phil in from FreedomWorks, the Director of External Affairs and um, Relations. I sent him a... Uh, a tweet earlier today. Hi, Phil. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's election day in Virginia. How how are you? Uh, doing well. It's election day here in uh, Texas as well, and it's uh, quite quite the day. I want to I want to play the um, uh, the uh, tweet that I sent to you. If I can find the damn thing, oh, there it is, right there. Because uh, I sent this to Phil. He says, "Oh, let's let's talk about that." Because this guy is uh, fascinating. This is from uh, the account End Wokeness over on the X. And uh, an interesting interesting take on things. Here we go in three, two. All black people should leave America and move to Africa. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Why are we still fighting the same system that showed us and keeps showing us that they don't care? What's the point and continuing to risk your life for a system that continuously shows you that they don't care about your well-being or your children's well-being or your people's well-being. What's the point of staying in that society if we know that there's better in other places? All I'm saying is, look into Africa, pick a country, do some research, and go. All black people should leave a... <laughs> I mean... That's a, uh, I don't know who that is. It just says he's a black activist. But yeah. do your research and go. He says it's like, well, you know what? I support anybody who wants to do their research and go to go to Africa. I mean, wouldn't you? Well, hey, listen, if you really want to. But I, this is, it goes back to something that I talk about a lot, whether it's on these broadcasts or on the morning updates. And it's that mm-hmm. so many Americans do not understand the freedoms that we have and the opportunities that we have. Because yep. it's so easy, so easy to get people thinking, well, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm being oppressed. Like, how are you being oppressed? The fact that somebody can get on a you know electronic device and spread the message to millions of people. All of this has come about because of the freedoms we have in America. The fact that nobody is going out and saying, well, wait a minute, you said something bad about the country off with your head, which they can do in places like China, by the way, and parts mm-hmm. of Africa. That is a blessing. That is an opportunity. And yet, no, 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 let's give it away. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, they don't care about me. It's crazy to hear that.
It really is. And I can't figure out if somebody like this guy believes that or if he's just trying to be over the top so people will um, uh, will pay attention to him. I think the account, well, the, it's, it's from the account um, uh, underscore Tim Ford Jr. So I don't know who that uh. is. It was tweeted by End Wokeness at End Wokeness, right. but I mean, and it's ironic that it comes out uh, on in, uh, on the election day, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Well, so I wanted to. What I wanted to really analyze about that is listen to his rhetoric and the things that he said that that stuck with me the most. This is a system that doesn't care about you. Well, let me ask a question: Where is there a system that cares about you? I, I want to know where the system is. Right. Actually, I do know. It's called your family. Your family yes. cares about you, and maybe not even all of them. So right. that's the human condition, and it's been that way for in our entire existence. But what the mm-hmm. left has been very, very good at is they have spent decades making people think that there's going to be some politician or some uh, style of government or otherwise that's going to care about you. It's going to take care of you. It's going to provide right. you this. It's going to give you that. And by the way, it's not going to tell you that you have to come back by 10 p.m. No, no, no. It's going to let you do whatever you want. And that is mm-hmm. such a uh, you know Pied Piper ice cream truck type thing. And you get all of the little kids, unfortunately, all these little adults following along and giving up their power, their opportunity and their freedom. And this is what empowers everything terrible that's going on today in this world. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's the cradle to grave mentality uh, that people just want to. And, I, you know, innately, people want to be loved. They just, in, in a lot of cases, are looking at the, as, to the wrong source for their love. And it's easy to find uh, love in, in goods and services that come from some faraway magical land known as the government. And it's, uh, it's, it's super easy to fall in love with that. Hey, I'm getting free stuff. Hey, they're, uh, they're letting me do whatever I want. And I still get free stuff. But they don't right. see the price that they end up paying in the long run. Right. And this is actually isn't the first time. So after I saw your tweet, I went back and took a look at the Back to Africa movement. And that is Uh a lot of people have heard of Liberia. Liberia was created in large part to take uh, black slaves back to Africa. Sorry, let me make sure I get the rhetoric right. Black slaves to Africa, not back to Africa. To Africa, because they were Americans that went to Africa. And a large number of them from Canada and also the U.S. went to Sierra Leone. Now, let me ask you a question. When was the last time you said, hey, let's go on a vacation to uh, Liberia? You know what? How about let's go visit Sierra Leone? Where is the Uh economic miracle that's taking place there? Now, I want to be clear. It's not because the people there are terrible. It's not necessarily because the system of government there is terrible. But we have freedoms, opportunities, all of which are enshrined in our Constitution here. That's what differs from those places. That is the number one thing, American exceptionalism, that Rush used to talk about, and I love to quote, that makes this country different from all the others. There is no Liberian exceptionalism. There is no Sierra Leonean exceptionalism. There's only American exceptionalism because we have freedoms and liberties enshrined in that Constitution. And Mm -hmm. for all the effort to take them away, it's worked. Yeah. And, and and they are under attack. They our freedoms are under attack, which again, if people even the even the Trump haters, if they don't wake up and see situations like uh, New York 
and Trump's uh, uh, the lawsuit against Trump for what it is a perversion of the justice system. Uh, you know, if they if they don't open their eyes and see that eventually and sooner rather than later, uh, you know, we're, we're all sunk, which is why we have to fight even harder for this. But I was I was watching the uh, the 13 days, the Benghazi story. Yes. Have you seen that? I've heard all about it. In fact, I think I might have a DVD, strangely enough, somewhere. For a guy that uses the BlackBerry has a DVD, trust me. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) It's really, really good. Ron, you've seen it, right? Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I've seen it. It's 13 hours. Is that what it is, 13 hours? Yeah, 13 days is the Kennedy thing. But yeah, 13 hours. and it's really good. It's it's uh, and I've met a couple of those guys in person. They're 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 really cool. Well, when you see what Benghazi is like, I mean, it's literally a third world shithole. And right. when you see the things that happen there, and you realize, okay, this is. Uh, I mean, it's it's a far cry from America, although we're headed in that direction. Uh, you realize. This country is really so much better and so much, I mean, we have our problems, but it's still a far cry from something like Benghazi or any of these other places, Libya. Uh, And and when you look at where they are on a map in Africa, you start to think, you know what, Uh, maybe I don't want to go on a vacation to Benghazi or like you said, you know, who who was the, when was the last time I want to go on a vacation uh, to Niger, to Chad. You know, Chad's beautiful this time of year. Well, let me give you an interesting statistic. So, and I apologize, I don't have the exact source of this, and but I can provide it for you. Now, over the past, I believe it was 10 years, Europe has mm-hmm. grown 6%, but the United States has grown economically approximately 80%. So if wow. you're looking at just the United States versus Europe, and we know westernized European countries in many ways, very similar. You can get your iPhones there. You can get a lot of the same things that you can here. Mm-hmm. Our growth in the United States has that much outpaced what's going on in Europe. Now, I want you to also then contrast that against what you know of the African nations. Sure, there are some that have great success with natural resources and so on, but that dramatizes to you how great the opportunity is here. Now, that brings me to the other point that I wanted to talk about with that tweet, which is given all of that opportunity, given all of this freedom, given the fact that you know the left would, left would call it privilege that we have because we're born in the United States of America, and it is a real privilege and we should not be ashamed of it, why are so many people not looking to do something with it? This guy gets on and clearly has an audience big enough that uh, that has been caught and reshared. Why is he not exhorting people to say, build a business? Why not get married and have a family? Greatest way to build wealth is to get married, have a two-income household, simple as that, have a family. You'll have so much more even then. Think about all of those things, and yet, no, 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 why don't you pack up and go to Africa? Right. What? Right. He's got, uh, by the way, looks like 57,000 followers. He is the, uh, and uh, looks like the guy in the... uh, from America to Africa. I guess that's what that means. Wow. From America to Africa. I help my people believe in Africa and themselves. He's a speaker, an influencer, a carpenter, and a farmer. T3 and me. So this guy, yeah, now, he's, he's got followers. 
think about it. If he just told the same people, rather than believe in Africa, believe in your capabilities to do something with your life, believe in your capability mm-hmm. to set up a corner store, believe in your capability to put up a website, not my capability. We've proven my websites are terrible. But you get the idea. You can do <laughs> right. things. You can do these things. And if you did that, think about how much better off the rest of the world, including Africa, would be. More opportunities for trade, more opportunities for travel, more opportunities to see what's great here and make it even better. And other countries could follow along rather than saying, no, 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 I want to abandon it. They don't care about you. This is almost a cult tactic. And sadly, it's been what's driven the left to so much success for many years, because that's the way that unions work. You had a lot of people say, well, the, the union cares about you. Turned out they didn't. But people followed right. year after year. And ultimately what happened, so many of those companies ended up going bankrupt because of unrealistic demands, unacceptable strikes and so on. Exactly what's happening to the auto industry right now. That is a problem. People need to wake up. I wonder if this guy is being, I wonder if Tim Ford Jr. is being paid by Africa to, uh, he's like an ambassador to uh, promote the, uh, uh, the great sands of Africa. You get, get people well, to come over. Maybe he gets $1,000 for every person he gets to move to Africa. And the crazy part about, I, I believe it probably is true. And the crazy part about that, that's something that happens as a result of the success you have here. Somebody has money and says, look, I will pay you to go on to an American created channel, uh, Twitter, Instagram, I'm sure has that and you know everything else and tell people to come over and do whether it's tourism or live or whatnot in our lands. We'll pay you. You know where that didn't originate? Anywhere else. It's happening here right. because of that opportunity. So it's crazy. He's taking want- advantage of it. Yep. But he's killing it for everyone else. And the thing is, and what I don't understand why more people don't see, is the fact that this this movement from the, the left, and again, some people in the Republican Party, the machine, I'll just say, yeah. are are trying so hard to break down America to make it just as crappy as any other nation on the face of the earth so that there is no more as rush said exceptionalism so that there is no more greatness of america that it's just right here on that line of average average uh, a nation on the face of the earth so there's really uh, nothing special about it and that's that that blows my mind that's why people like you and i that are lucky enough to be on platforms like this and have followers and so on have a responsibility we have mm-hmm. to be leaders now i want to be clear it's not that other people can't be it's not that they don't have the capability and so on because i know there's a member of congress that said well you know black people are supporting trump because they don't know how good they have it no 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 they they know there's a reason uh <laughs> But it's up to us to always be willing to share and be happy and explain what we've got and to help people see this because not everybody can. We have that ability and we've got to share it. That's why I'm thankful to you for letting me come on here and talk about this. Thankful to Adam Brandon, the folks at FreedomWorks, giving us that opportunity, our donors and so on, because otherwise there are so many people who would not hear this message. And Freedom Teams, I know you want to tell us about Freedom Teams. 
Oh, it's been great. We've been traveling around. I think uh, earlier, I know we were in Michigan, headed out to Arizona. We're going around the country. Our tour's almost over because, you know, we got to have Thanksgiving and Christmas too. But then we'll be getting right. right back started again at the beginning of 2024. So we're teaching people a lot, whether it's about education, whether it's about elections, ballot harvesting, ballot chasing, you name it. FreedomWorks.org, join Freedom Teams, become one of those leaders that helps make sure that Mr. T3 or whatever he is does not win the hearts and minds of the public. It is. It, we live in, uh, we really do live in crazy times. We really do. We're not, we don't have to, we don't have to worry about fighting saber toothed tigers, but I'm not, I'm not sure whether I'd rather fight a saber toothed tiger or an idiot because they're both uh, equally dangerous. In their Give own me way. the saber toothed tiger any day. Give me him. Uh, At least, you know, you can stop him, but the right. idiocy, it just goes and goes. It's hard to fight stupid, especially in large numbers. All right, my friend, Phil Bell from FreedomWorks, FreedomWorks.org, and uh, we'll hear from you again uh, in the morning with your uh, daily uh, morning update, and we do appreciate you as well. All right. Well, thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. It really does amaze me that people want to just break this country down I to know. I know. just be another third world shithole that's why they leave the gate open at the at the southern border yep they want the place to be flooded with people who really don't give a damn they just want free stuff yeah but i know why? there are some people it, who are it, coming in it, why do they leave the gate open is it because they want a vote they want well they want the place flooded with people yes who will vote for them although i don't know that that is you know we always hear it's the left the Democrats leave it open so that they'll vote for Democrats when they get here. But I think it's because they want a reason to spend our money. Meaning? Taxpayer money. I think it's they let all these people in to give them a reason or give them reasons to allow for this uh, expenditure of taxpayer money. In other words, they can create programs. They can create. They can give money away. They can do all this other stuff. So that there is a flow, a steady flow, or an increased flow of funds from the American taxpayers to fund whatever it is they're trying to do up in D.C. There's no, uh, there's no shortage of people wanting to spend our money in D.C., that's for damn sure. If uh, you want to spend some of your own money the way you want to spend it yep. before D.C. gets a hold of it, all you have to do is go to mojomypillow.com. They are making this portion of the program possible, and uh, you are doing that as well by using the promo code MOJO50 when you get to Mojo My Pillow. Uh, as we like to do, we are just kind of spinning the wheel here on the website to see uh, what they've, oh, they've got a My Pillow mattress. I wonder if the box spring, and I thought this aloud the other day, has the box spring industry in this country gone belly up? Do you no longer, and was it a con job from the beginning? Because box springs, you really, what do you, why do you need a box spring anyway? I mean, can't you just put, you know, just a, a platform down with all these beds? Huh. Makes me wonder. Maybe. Makes me yeah. wonder. How did the whole box spring industry get started? But you can uh, find these mattresses, these and these foam mattresses, can't remember the one that uh, we've got here. This, um, I don't remember which one it was. It was one from the other place. Uh, but they are fabulous. And I've never slept on one of these MyPillow foam mattresses. But let me just tell you, they are different than your standard coil and padded mattress. 
They are much, much different. You can get them uh, as little as four forty nine over at mojomypillow.com. Uh, and they even my pillow encased coil quilted mattress. So they even have those two. What does it what does he not have? This dude is a Mike Lindell is out there and talk about a guy who does not stop. <laughs> he is out there uh, finding new products. And I don't know if he makes these or, or not in the uh, United States. Yeah, the best sleep is a bit, uh, took me over a year. Well, no, I guess he did. Look, the best sleep ever with the MyPillow one-sided encased coil quilted mattress took me over a year to develop because I wanted to put the best features and technology into my mattress that give you the most comfortable sleep ever. I'll be damned. My pillow mattress has a 10-year warranty, a six-month money-back guarantee. They won't ship it to Hawaii or Alaska or the uh, territories because that would be insane. But uh, you can and California cust. Why is it? Why <laughs> see what the hell is wrong with California? They have all these stupid rules. So the companies have to jump through 18 different hoops to be able to sell a product there. Because if you live in California, you have to call a special number to place an order which is probably because there's some, some element of this mattress that's, you know, if a rat eats eight pounds of it, that they uh, get cancer somehow. Who knows? But the bottom line is this. If you want to support an American business that is truly an American business with a guy who, I'm not sure I know anybody who works harder than Mike Lindell, and has come from literally being a drug addict to being the CEO of a major company like this one. It's pretty damned amazing. Go to mojomypillow.com and you know, as always use the promo code mojo50. Our pronouns are kiss my ass. The Daily Mojo. You know what? I will admit I clicked on some clickbait this morning and now I want one of these things. What is it's it? A, it's a universal drain plug. That goes into, uh, for you future people in the uh, podcast, it's this, it goes into a, like a bathroom or I guess, uh, yeah, it's pretty oh, much a bathroom Oh, that's the way sink. my drain plug works in my sink. It is? Not like that. That one right there. That's, but it was part well, of this the. Is, but this is all the same thing and you can pull the whole thing out. Right. That's I can do saying. that. That's I can pull the whole thing out of mine. Um, but it came with the, the faucet. Uh, the the right and and so it's got the plunger you push in and out but then you just grab it and pull it out and it's got like a little a little right this one basket. this yeah. one I've never this one is uh from a company called Copori yeah C O P O R I E and it's eighteen bucks I think I'm gonna buy one of these just to see how so well that it works. I mean but that one would fit a standard just open drain right I mean that's yeah. just a yep because there's nothing worse than those stupid levers. Oh yeah, in a bathroom sink oh, that those. you have to pull up. Yep. Ugh! And when you got to go, when you have to pull hair out of the uh, trap and around from around the, ugh, and it smells like someone's butthole. <laughs> and it's like, man, uh, how how in how the hell does, do you know that? You smell. Have you ever never cleaned out a a, a, a pee trap no, in a bathroom? I've cleaned out a pee trap, uh, but I can't say that it smells like somebody's butthole. I've never had my nose in somebody's butthole. You lying dog. I'm not lying, you dude. Lying I'm not lying. Dog. As much as I'd love okay. to say I'm not, or I am, but I'm not. I'm not lying. I mean, I'm an adventurous okay. type of guy, but I've never stuck my nose in anybody's butthole. I like to try okay. new things here and there. Well, not you know that. What? Don't knock it until you try I'm it. I'm not trying that. Uh, Deuce 5. 
Speaking of deuce influencer, sorry, that would be a deuce. That would be yeah, that's a different kind. (laughs) Honey sauce beaver. Imagine being this angry over a wrapper at McDonald's. Oh, it's a it's a video. Uh, And pickled squirrel. Real Brad Stags. Real Ron Phillips. You uh, you know the best place to take a vacation. Djibouti. Pronounced Djibouti. Djibouti. Really? See? I have never even thought about going to Djibouti for a vacation. Djibouti. (laughs) Who doesn't love Djibouti? (laughs) You know, we've been so serious here this morning. I want to play, uh, who was it that sent this, uh, called it to my attention? Uh, Hang on a second. It was, ah, Gampa. Thank you, Gampa, for for texting uh, this to us. Uh, and if you again, if you would please join the the texting uh, portion of the um, of the Insiders Club, it's free. All you have to do is text Daily Mojo to eight zero one two three, and this is uh, Robert D. Rayford, who used to do these news stories over on the John Boy and Billy show until he died, and then he didn't do them so much. But I I kind of remember this story, and it is. Uh, it's pretty damn funny. So here's Robert D. Rayford. Sorry, it takes a second for it to... Here's a fax from Cooter in Orlando who sends me a copy of a story that appeared in the Los Angeles Times. He says, a prestigious a prestigious newspaper, not the off-maligned weekly world news. Quoting the story, In retrospect, lighting the match was my big mistake. But I was only trying to retrieve the gerbil. Eric Tomaszewski told the news doctors in the severe burns unit of Salt Lake City Hospital. Tomaszewski and his homosexual partner, Andrew Kinky Farnham, had been admitted for emergency treatment after a felching session had gone seriously wrong. I pushed a, pushed a cardboard tube up his rectum and slipped Raggett, our gerbil, in, he explained. As usual, Kiki shouted out, Armageddon! My, my cue that he had had enough. I tried to retrieve Raggett, but he wouldn't come out again, so I peered into the tube and struck a match, thinking the light might attract him. <laughs> <laughs> At a hushed press conference, the hospital spokesman described what happened next. The match ignited a pocket of intestinal gas and flame shot out the tube, <laughs> igniting Mr. Tomachevsky's hair and severely burning his face. It also set fire to the gerbil's fur and whiskers, which in turn ignited a larger pocket of gas further up the intestine, propelling the rodent out like a cannonball. Armageddon! Armageddon! I don't know if that was a safe word or not. Tomaszewski <laughs> <laughs> suffered second-degree burns and a broken nose from the impact of the gerbil. <laughs> While Furnham suffered first and second-degree burns to his anus and lower intestinal tract. <laughs> I'm again! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the end of the story. Our pronouns are told you so. The Daily Mojo. You know, it's an innocent story. I mean, it comes to us from one of the emergency rooms in Armageddon. I think it was uh, Florida. Armageddon. 
things that you probably shouldn't use as a, a safe word. Robert D. Rayford. It wasn't until I saw his name that I remembered the stories that he would do on, on. Um, now I want to say uh, it's John Boy and Billy, but I wanted to say uh, what's the other one? The Fat Guys. You know, no, not Bob and Tom. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. I never listened to <sighs> yes, that. Yes, you do. You've never listened to John Boy and Billy. No, nope. or um, where would I have heard them? On the radio, right in Texas. In Dallas. Yes. Okay, no, I I don't know. I don't know. A a public service announcement up in, uh, I believe it's uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Uh, One of the main streets will be closed down as they repaint the Black Lives Matter mural uh, downtown. Oh, damn. So you want to make sure if you are headed around uh, downtown Kalamazoo, make alternate plans because they have to put a new coat of color on the Black Lives Matter banner. More on the way. Watch and listen at thedailymojo.com. Snowflakes, beware. The truth doesn't give a about your feelings. This is your only warning. Correctness comes to die. This is the Daily Mojo. Freebie 38 uh, sent us a text and a message for Ron. Your idea for a compulsory two years in the service is a great idea and would benefit society immensely and would totally change our country back to something resembling its former self, which is why it will never happen. Sadly, I think we'll see Epstein's client list before we see a beneficial societal change like the one you're proposing. Edith sent a text, said, dude, I grew up fishing, tied my hooks, baited my hooks, reeled in my fish, cleaned my fish, love the feeling of the conquer. I, seriously, you, you've touched Edith before, you've hugged her, is that what you said? You've met yes, I, absolutely when? I have. When? John? Yeah, when we went to Disney World, um, two years ago, yeah. I think she, you're making this shit up. No, she works there. She works there. So she came out and met I think me. You're making it up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And she actually hugged the family. I got really? pictures with her. Yeah. Did you? You've never sent them to me. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll send you one. Dear, she also said, Dear National Sleep Foundation, none of that crap keeps me awake 99% of the time when I'm ready to go to sleep. I'm asleep before my head hits the pillow. The hubster is quite jealous of that. Yeah, people who do fall asleep like that do piss me off. Because it's the rare occasion when I will um, lay down and just, you know, before you get your pillow all adjusted, it's like, <clears throat> most of the time I sit there and think about stuff. Uh, Kiki says, Aloha, what would happen if we all stopped changing the clocks? I guess life would just carry on, possibly. But it's, again, the prisoner's dilemma. We can't all coordinate, and there are enough stupids out there that wouldn't do it. Despite the fact that the change from or to daylight saving time results in crashes, results in heart attacks. There is a, an article in the New Haven Register from Connecticut, the extra damned sea. Crashes in Connecticut spike in the month after daylight saving time ends, according to a AAA study. 
As people across the country prepare to turn back the clocks before they go to sleep, AAA is warning, and this obviously came out on Saturday, AAA is warning drivers about the heightened dangers they face behind the wheel. When the evening commute gets darker, it gets deadlier, with drowsy driving a real threat. Because instead of gradually getting darker, it's boom, all of a sudden there. As daylight saving times ends, uh, saving time ends, drivers should take steps to adapt to the earlier darkness and ensure they remain alert behind the wheel at a time when the clock change often disrupts our sleep routine. Boy, does it ever. The period between 5 and 6 p.m. becomes especially dangerous for drivers after the time change, according to a AAA Northeast analysis of the 2018 to 2022 data from the Yukon Crash Data suppository it's repository i just wanted to see if anyone was paying attention um also the uh according to the uh mountain view voice i believe this is in uh this is uh is this california palo alto uh end of daylight saving time this weekend correlated with uh, heart attacks huh the second Sunday of every March, we set our clocks uh, one hour ahead, lose sleep. And then, of course, in November, we go back to whatever the hell it was we were in before we set them back. Large swaths of North America still abide by the twice-per-year time change. California voters first... Appro- what is the... What is the holdup? As someone famous once said, what the had to hold up? <laughs> The California voters first approved an initiative to establish daylight saving time back in 1949. Every state except for Hawaii and Arizona currently abide by daylight saving time. In 2018, former Ambassador Kenson Chu, a Democrat from San Jose, introduced a bill that would put California in permanent daylight saving time, meaning the sun would rise consistently later and consistently and set consistently later. But despite widespread support from Californians, the legislation hasn't gotten the support it needs from federal lawmakers to actually go into effect. Sunshine Protection Act also attempted in 2018 to make daylight saving time permanent, and the Senate even approved the bill in March of 22 with plans to implement it this month. But the legislation has since lost steam and fizzled in the House. Why? Who is getting their palms greased? Who is making money off this horrible, deviant practice of changing the damn time? Somebody's making money on this somewhere. Yeah. Is it, is it headlight bulb makers? Is it uh, just light bulb makers in general? Uh, there's got to be a lobby, right? There's got to be a lobby out there. I know, but uh, I'm, I'm saying, who's making the money to pay the lobbyists? Rafael Peleo, a sleep specialist with the Stanford Sleep Medicine Center, and we now know, remember from our discussion yesterday, that they are part of the Sleep Foundation, remember? Yeah. The one who put out the ridiculous uh, list of things that people lay awake at night. Uh, Said daylight saving time actually has no health benefits, as the sudden addition or elimination of an hour from our days typically leads to an increase in both car accidents and heart attacks every year. We're a sleep-deprived country to begin with, so you're robbing an hour of sleep from people who don't have that hour to spare, referring, of course, to the spring-forward part. 
In fact, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife issued a bulletin on Friday, November the 3rd, encouraging drivers to exercise caution. Because everybody gets in a damned accident because all of a sudden it's dark. Now, this makes sense, though. It says since 1915, the principal supporter of daylight savings in the U.S. has been the Chamber of Commerce. On behalf of small businesses and retailers saying that if people are on their way home and it's still daylight, they'll stop and shop. Okay, but. But that's daylight savings, right? Yes. So they don't want. They would like it to be daylight savings. They would want it to be locked in on daylight savings all year. Right. And that's fine with me, too. Me, too. Just lock it in. Just choose one. Yeah. Choose one. (laughs) Pick one. I don't care which. We'll get used to it. But why not have it be the daylight saving period? Daylight saving period. Yeah. It just, it irritates the crap out of me. Yeah, if you say it wrong, Brad gives you shit, so. That's because it's, why wouldn't you say it the correct way? Well, people say daylight savings. And that's not correct. All right. It's daylight saving. But people say it. And why wouldn't they say it the correct way? I don't know, because you're perfect and they're not. You want to appear to be, uh, look, I didn't make the rules. (laughs) I didn't make the rules. I just have to live by them. He's like, look. Look, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. There are so many other reasons to. You know, I started thinking, are we just in the craziest uh, craziest times, the weirdest times of all? Uh, and then I started looking up some stories from way back in the way, way back machine, which strangely landed me in the 1920s. And uh, there were wacky stories even back then. So I thought, well, maybe we aren't as uh, wacky as we think we are now. 1926, January. Which I think my mom's birthday was in January. I would ask her, but she's dead. Uh, this is in Moultrie, Georgia. A physician there in Moultrie, Georgia, determined that the cause of a 12-year-old boy by the name of Melitzo McCoy had an upset stomach, went to the doctor. The doctor, in turn, determined that the fact the boy was eating the family Bible was the cause of his upset stomach. By the time the diagnosis was made, the boy had already devoured the entire volume except for the covers and two pages on which the family record was kept. Melitzo's father said he knew his son sometimes ate dirt, but he had no idea about his Bible-eating habit. Wow. Pro- proving, in fact, that 100 years ago there were weird people. Uh, in January of 1925, a Alex Barber of Savannah, Georgia, declared that terrapins have brains. A terrapin is, as you know, Ron, a... A fish? I don't know. Oh. Sorry. It's a turtle. Oh, a turtle. A ter- terrapin. We, we, okay. were looking, we were looking for turtles. I got it confused with carpet. Uh, the only reason I knew it was a turtle is because there's a picture of it. <laughs> I mean, I already knew that. Georgia declared that terrapins have brains of a human-like quality, offering as proof... His pet terrapin, Toby. No relation to our Toby, of the Tobies. Uh, His pet terrapin, Toby, whom he had trained to play a toy piano. Witnesses said that Toby played by waving his flippers temperamentally over the keys of a tiny music box. Toby could also wink and cry on command. Proving once again that 100 years ago, there were crazy-ass people. 
January 1926. I think my mother's birthday. We've already gone down that road. Mrs. Joanna Uller of Wyandotte, Michigan, named a horse as co-respondent in the divorce suit she filed against her husband, complaining he spends hours fondling the animal and shows no affection for me. To which the judge replied, why the long face? Wow. I may have added that last part. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, From uh, January of 1924. In Cincinnati, Ohio, telephone operator by the name of Bertha O'Connor. You know, you just don't hear the name Bertha that much anymore. Not anymore. Why? Why does no one name their kid Bertha? I mean, other than makes you sound like you're the size of a railroad car. Right. Bertha. My apologies to anyone named Bertha who is uh, listening to the broadcast currently, especially if you're hot. And if you are hot, send a picture. We'll decide. Uh, Telephone operator Bertha O'Connor won first prize at a poultry show because her hair was judged to be an exact match for the plumage of Rhode Island red chickens. 42 other women competed in the contest. O'Connor's prize was a gold wristwatch. It's 1924. That's 100 years ago. See what they were doing back then? In April of 1922, in Medi Bemps, Maine, where in the hell is Medi Bemps, Maine, first of all? Let's all find out together. Medi Bemps. And how did Medi Bemps uh, get its name? Medi Bemps, Maine is a town in Washington County, Maine. A population in the 2020 census. How many people do you think live in Medi Bemps? Oh, I don't know. 30. 139. You were very close. <laughs> Medi Bemps. Uh, ten, in 20, uh, 2010, there were only 157 people. And where did it, uh, 16 square miles, the median age? The median age in the town was 52.3 years. Huh. 13. Wonder, wonder where they got their name. Racial makeup of the town, 99.4% white. Go figure. Medi Bemps, Maine, 1922. Henry Parrish's neighbor bet him $2.50 that he couldn't count a million peas in a month. Would you take that bet, Ron? A million peas in a month. Right. A million peas in a month. I'd, How would you know that they... I, I'd and and for, $2 and, yeah. for $2.50? I don't know. It seems... Parrish spent a month counting... One million peas. Wow. And declared he had won the bet. His neighbor then spent another month counting the peas again to check if his count was in fact accurate. (laughs) God. (laughs) Wow. There's not a whole lot to do in Medibemps, is there? Evidently not. Sit around and count peas. Uh, And uh, let's see here. Finally, uh, in February of 1926... Mrs. Ormithith, F.K. Hosale of England, launched a charitable campaign urging women to donate their old silk stockings so that they could be sent to northern Africa, where they would be worn by donkeys, mules, and camels. The stockings, Mrs. Hosale explained, would protect the legs from flea bites. Well, that's a very worthwhile cause, isn't it? You would think so, yes. 
isn't it? I mean, that's kind of a kind of a cool thing if you were if you're into protecting saving the amnules. There you go. So maybe we don't live in the weirdest times after all. Maybe these are just some of the strangest times. Are you Timu? Now this is a, a good example of living in strange times. Are you you're familiar with the Timu ads that keep uh, popping up? I am, yeah. And uh, because I just saw this one right now on this particular page and I looked at it, it was like, damn, that's cool, isn't it? That's a little uh a movie camera. I've seen this one before. Have you seen that? No. The image of the uh I'm apparently I'm just in for the clickbait today. So this is one I've clicked on before. And I, uh, in this case, will click on it. Here's the weird thing about this. Uh, it is actually a micro. Ooh, I got the uh, spin to win thing. It's actually a uh, micro building block set. And it's $17.48. How many pieces? 600? Is that what it is? 608. I think because oh. it looked like a camera camera, yeah, didn't it? It does. Yeah. Well, and that, that's it's, the clickbait uh, part. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I, uh, there were measurements for this thing somewhere. Aha, there it is. How, uh, three and a half by eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this big, teeny tiny. Why in the hell did somebody somewhere is buying it? Somebody somewhere is buying it. That's all I can say. Thinking they're getting Uh, a camera, probably. Right. Thinking they're getting a camera, which is what I would have thought I was getting had I not clicked on it. Stop by getwellmojo.com if all of this is making you sick. Because you'll get into the wellness company if you go to getwellmojo.com. You'll find the COVID emergency kit that they have put up for sale on the uh, website. Uh, You do have to answer a short intake questionnaire after purchase. It's required to complete your medical evaluation. And uh, if if you're looking for a, a new source of medical information, perhaps one that you can trust, and it's really, truly sad that we, a lot of us can no longer trust the doctors that we have trusted for so long. But if you uh, are looking for a new source, try GetWellMojo.com because that is the portal into the wellness company. Many of you have done so. Many of you have made purchases. We appreciate it. They don't pay us to say these things, but we do get a, a chunk, a percentage, a small percentage on the other side. If you buy something... And don't do it just to buy something, please. Don't And don't do that with any of our affiliate partners. Uh, only get something if you need it. I mean, we don't want you just to... It'd be That's kind of like a, a pity purchase. Nobody wants a pity purchase, right? Just makes you feel small and undervalued at the end of it the next day, right? I yeah. mean, yeah. Nobody, nobody wants to wake up the next morning and think it was just a pity purchase. You want to wake up and feel proud, feel good about it. It's better to be turned down than have somebody pity purchase from you. So go to getwellmojo.com. If it uh, looks like something that you could use, take a look at it. Buy it. And uh, you can become a member of uh, the wellness company, or you don't have to. Uh, I think you'll find that as a member of uh, the wellness company that you get enough discounts that it pretty much pays for itself. But uh, you won't know that until you go and try it yourself. And that would be over at GetWellMojo.com. Again, GetWellMojo.com. Savor the audio deliciousness. Mm. The Daily Mojo. Mm. 
does make you feel good, doesn't it? Just kind of gets you right there. So we all remember, or at least I do, maybe you uh, don't, but you remember the chick in Central Park? Was it last year, the year before? See the one that damn near strangled her dog? Talking to the black guy? Yeah. Yes, that's her. She uh, gave an interview, I guess, uh, or possibly wrote an essay that they published in Newsweek. I guess it's a it's an essay because I believe that yeah she is the uh, she's the author, uh, and it's an essay about how her life has changed. I was branded the Central Park Karen. I still live in hiding. She says, "Slit your wrists." Strangers texted me. If anyone deserves prison rape, it's you. People I had never met called me to say. The noble thing to do is to remove yourself from society, so please kill yourself. (laughs) I'm Amy Cooper, but you probably know me as Central Park Karen. You may not know my name, but you probably know my story, or at least the two-minute version of a story that was broadcast all over the world without key facts or context. She says, everyone believed and amplified one story that a white Central Park Karen called the police on an innocent black man, a bird watcher, because of the color of his skin. She says, today I want to read, I want you to read and understand the whole story, not just what the media told you. Well, and this ought to be good because we sides. had video of this, didn't we? <clears throat> right. Yeah. So please tell me, was my never-ending cancel culture sentence a just verdict? May 25th, 2020, in the early days of the coronavirus scandemic, and anxieties ran high, I took my dog, whom my life revolved around, for a walk. I visited Central Park in the morning during the hours when dogs were allowed off-leash. On my way home, I chose to take an unfamiliar path, landing in the Ramble. That is a secluded area of Central Park. Seconds later, I heard a voice boom. Get out of here. You shouldn't be here. That's my interpretation of the voice. Yeah. She said, She said, I saw a man who began yelling at me that my dog should be on his leash. Before recording me, Christian Cooper yelled out, If you're going to do what you want, I'm going to do what I want, but you're not going to like it. Those were his exact words. Words Christian admitting to, to saying on Facebook the very day of the incident. And yes, I was scared. I was a female alone in a secluded area of Central Park with a man yelling at me and threatening me. As a victim of sexual assault in my late teens, I was completely panicked for my safety and well-being. Then Christian, who did not own a dog, bizarrely tried to lure my dog to him with treats, immediately raising a red flag. News stories of poisoned dogs quickly came to mind. My mama bear instincts kicked in. I immediately pulled my dog tight by his collar, fearing that something would happen to him. Acting from a place of panic and vulnerability, I told Christian that I was going to call the police and what I planned to say, hoping that would be enough to dissuade him from his earlier threat. Instead, Christian taunted me to call the police. Seeing no other choice, I called 911 and described the man who was threatening me. But due to very spotty service in the park, I had to repeat my description of Christian multiple times. The 911 tape makes it very clear that the dispatcher couldn't hear me due to the poor connection. Yet this fact went unreported, skewing perceptions of my actions. There were never any racial implications to my words. I just felt raw fear and desperately wanted help. Later that day, Christian took to Facebook to proudly describe to his followers that he instigated the encounter and boasted that he keeps a bag of dog treats to lure Uh, to lure in off-leash dogs. Consider that for a moment. He admitted to instigating the incident. 
I was not the first or only person Christian Cooper had threatened in Central Park. Jerome Lockett has stated that Christian also aggressively threatened him, luring in his dog. Jerome said he knows of two fellow dog owners who experienced the same behavior from Christian, but they don't want to come forward because they are white and Christian is black. They fear being canceled, as I have been. None of this was reported. Stark omissions and coverage completely altered my life, and there is no correcting after the fact. I and others affected by this incident could only live in the false, hateful narrative. My employer fired me the day after the incident. In a frantic and desperate attempt to stop the avalanche of hate and death threats, I issued a public apology at the recommendation of a PR company, but it did nothing. Was my fear that day in the park irrational? Was it based on racial perceptions? Most people leapt to that assumption, especially considering the encounter occurred the same day a police officer murdered George Floyd. Did he? This could not be further from the truth. Excuse me. My stressful encounter was woven together with this horrific and preventable tragedy. What happened to George Floyd is what Amy Cooper would have wanted to happen to Christian Cooper, claimed one YouTuber. This could not be further from the truth. An incredibly damaging assertion that lives with me and haunts my family. My family has suffered enormously. I care for one of my parents who has a terminal illness. I only reported exactly what happened to me that day when I was threatened by a man with a history of aggressive behavior. Even now, when I think about it three years later, the fear quickly wells up again. There's no such thing as a Karen. We are all just people, each of us deserving grace and forgiveness. In the end, silencing the truth, the full story hurts us all. I'm going to tell you, uh, that might change my opinion a little bit because I was, um, I was definitely on his side. Well, I mean, the video that we saw may not uh-huh. have been a whole thing, but it was, it was, it was pretty telling. Well, there you go. Now you've heard both sides of the story. So are you a racist or not? Did you know that you have rights? You do. Lives here. Watch and listen at thedailymojo.com. Our pronouns are taste the biscuit. The Daily Mojo. Right. Uh, let's see. Wombat Mommy. Uh, let's see. Of course, it was Salt Lake City. Uh, Glad 86. Dan is loud and proud. Not the gay kind. Oh, there you go. Missy 13, yes, I'm so out of it and pained. Ugh. And Missy, need a, you need a bong rip at 6.15. A bong rip. What's a bong rip? Uh, is that is that anything like a dick bong? I just get my P-38 on their tails and blow them out of the sky. That may be. Everybody needs a good dick bong in their life. And again, the story of dick bong. Or stuff a bong rip. Shirt together. Well, I don't know what a bong rip is, so I'm not going to say I want one until I know what one don't is. Lie, dude. In the meantime, let's uh, let's bring Dan Andros again, the moral center of the Daily Mojo, uh, into the uh, the picture. Been having some tech issues today. Uh yeah my my keyboard. I have a, one of these wireless keyboards, and it just decided to stop typing for me. Which it's like you have one job: type. Right? Is it okay? You know what the weird thing is, my uh, Apple trackpad will all of a sudden just decide to lose its connection to the to the Mac, and I don't know why it does that. Is yours a is a Mac or no? No, I've got a PC, but I um. Oh, that's your problem. The man. crazy. No, l- listen. 
I, I have a lot of issues with Macs. If if a Mac something goes wrong with a Mac, good luck. You have to go to a genius over at the bar, and then you have to wait seven hours in line for them to tell you. Uh, have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again? <laughs> we tried rebooting. And yeah, you're like, yes, thing. I did that. And they're like, well, you need a new one. Sorry. I like, wow, you are a genius. 20 years ago. I remember hearing you and Glenn uh, complain about the Genius Bar 20 years ago yep. on the show. And I'm still uh, jaded from that, and I, you, by the way. Yeah, well, because if you've ever had to wait in line, like especially in New York City, right? Because at that time, I think that's where we were. Yep. And, um, you know, hey, well, and I bought this real fancy MacBook Pro, whatever, because I had to do audio editing and I had Pro Tools on there and all this stuff. Uh-huh. Like three, four thousand dollars for this machine. And I just open it one day and it just completely shuts down. And so I go in there yeah. and they go, oh, you need a new hard drive. I'm like, it's like 10 minutes old. What do you mean I need a new hard drive? And they're like, did you get the Apple Care? No, because it was like another $800 for oh. Apple Care. So no, I didn't get Apple oh. Care. I already spent $4,000 on a machine. I always get Apple Care. Well, because it's Apple crap. Care. That's why. See, if, but it's the if crazy Apple really cared, if Apple really care. cared, Brad, they, they wouldn't they need Apple care. They'd just fix their garbage that was made in a care. sweatshop in China by some guy making four <laughs> cents an hour who's sitting living in a sardine can with get a 50 raise? other people making it. Did <laughs> they get a raise? Are they up to four cents an hour? Wow. So I, I, I happily... I happily go PCs. I can find my files. It's great. Mm-hmm. So when it works, Ma- Macs it are works. great when they're working. But then when things go south, it's just not good. But they're so much prettier, and that really that's all that matters is that they're they're prettier. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone can see your computer. Form over function. Speaking of prettier, <laughs> I'm going to play just a smidge here of uh, Sabrina Carpenter, who before this mm. morning I had no idea. Who she was, but here is a little right. bit of a uh, video called Feather on the YouTubes. And play, pay particular attention to the setting of oh, said boy. video. And she's cute. There's no doubt. It's a pretty church. It is very pretty. Nice shot of the uh, church there. Is there music here then, or is this just... Uh, well, this is the... Oh, this, oh, this is... Oh. Uh, into the... Yes, this is the getting gotcha. your... Into she drives up in a pink hearse. You see a feather there on the license plate. Now she sings. And in a typical fashion, of course, being a cute girl, men being the pigs that they are, start following her, and then they stand in the street and they get mowed over by a uh, moving truck. <laughs> it goes on anyway. I mean, it's a, she's cute. It's a cute video, but apparently, the parts that they shot in the uh, in the church, church. did not make yeah. the New York bishop there very uh, happy. Uh, statement released. Yeah. Thursday, he said he condemned her and her latest music video, which was filmed at the Annunciation of the Blessed Virgin Mary Church. 
Uh, it features her in a scantily clad black dress as several men kill each other over her. And then uh, it shows her attending their funerals at the church with candy-colored coffins, one including the inscription, R.I.P. Bitch. <laughs> he, was appalled. I, he, he was appalled at the video, so... Why did they? I can't understand. I can't understand. I can't understand why we have problems in society today, Brad. I just don't get it. I mean, the youth. The youth seem just a okay. Everything seems just <laughs> to be going along swimmingly. Uh, um, it's, uh, I. I just yeah, just they, the conception of the song to the video. I just. What are people thinking about these days? I mean, good grief! To I become uh, you know. Uh, let me read the part of the statement. The parish yeah, did not yeah. follow diocesan diocesan policy regarding the filming on church property, which includes a review of the scenes and the script. So, uh, yeah, they may they may have overlooked a few things there. Yeah, I don't. You, I'm pretty sure you can't go in and film in locations and then use it in. I mean, the outside of it they probably could do, I guess, right? But the you can't go yeah. in there and film and then use it for commercial purposes without permission yeah that's a that's a no-no but they gave permission and apparently the local diocese did not uh did not do their due diligence someone oh they did give her permission that one yeah they gave so i'm guessing i'm guessing bianca or whatever her name was um Uh, what is her name didn't roll up Uh, there and ask permission sabrina Sabrina. Sabrina. And uh, yeah. Bianca, they Sabrina. To, uh, they had same thing. Uh, <laughs> see, the uh, the uh, uh, parish's vicar, vicar, is it vicar? Is that how you pronounce it? I've, vicar. That doesn't sound right. Monsignor Jamie uh, Gigantio was uh, relieved of his position and temporarily replaced with an auxiliary bishop uh, who took over all administrative responsibilities. <laughs> You know, How do you get the role of auxiliary bishop? You know, you're just kind of like on standby, like ah, we got another one down, guys. We had to, we had to put take another one out back. So go ahead. <laughs> you know, it's the death of common sense that gets me more than anything. It yeah. really is just uh, people never cease to amaze me. Now she's probably getting all kinds of publicity for her video. Which uh, yeah. I didn't see how many uh, people have watched this thing yet. It was, uh, oh yeah, it was um, posted seven days ago. It's had now five million views. Oh, five so, million! Wow, you know, she did, yeah, she's doing. She may okay. have made back the enough to pay the lawsuit. Right. Although well, she got permission, they, I don't know. She got permission. I, yeah, that's what I, they might just be mad about it, but sorry. Right. She got the, the permission. Vicar is so going to have the the vicar is going to have the worst. And the what? auxiliary Monsignor, he's he got a promotion out of it. So, just right. I mean, but the auxiliary guy, I think he's in good shape to to get selected full time. I mean, all he has to have is a right. pulse. Like, what are you doing there? Like, oh, right. What you want to film <laughs> some murders in the in the sure. church? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it's good. I got. I'm just got some incense over here. It's really incense. It's nothing else. I swear. I I mean, yeah, I think they had to go. I think the bishop went through and had to re-bless the whole church. I think that's what he said. I don't know if that was if that was just uh, something he added in there or not. But it just it makes you Probably. wonder I mean, where common sense has gone. It just doesn't seem like there's any common sense anywhere anymore. 
If you can't find common sense I, at the Catholic Church, where can you find it? Well, that's a whole nother. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm yes, not. I, you, uh, you teed, you teed that uh, softball up for me there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to yeah, take it. I'm just not going to uh, take it. I refuse. That's a, that was an easy one right there. Um, it was, but I'm going right. to refuse. All right. So let's, um, because it has been, I was, uh, it was the news I was listening to this morning. It's been a, a month now that the war yeah. has been going on in, uh, in Israel. Mm-hmm. A month. Good grief. And I, it, it doesn't show me. signs I, of uh, slowing down. It doesn't show signs of uh, stopping. It doesn't no. show signs of anything. What uh, well, people what's your take apparently, on what's well, happening now? Well, my take on it now is apparently, Brad, people, this is a news flash here, breaking news. You're getting on uh, Mojo 5 the Daily Mojo. Mm-hmm. Here only, people still hate the Jews. Um, so this is going to keep going. You know, it's remarkable. We've had Chuck Holton, who's our war correspondent at CBN. Mm-hmm. And um, he... He's been over there doing these live streams. If you want to check him out, he goes every day about lunchtime, Eastern time. And he does, you know, half hour, 40 minutes, just talking about what's going on over there. And he brought up some of the history. And it's really crazy because they're like, we just need to. I don't know if you saw the Jordan, Jordanian queen or prime minister or whatever she is. She looks like an Instagram model, by the way. But but she she said something along the she said something along the lines of um well, you can't kill the ideology by just killing all of these Hamas militants. You got to stop the root cause, which is the illegal settlements and all the oppression and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay, that's great Jew blaming there by you, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, Palestinians have had this opportunity multiple times in history. I mean, starting in 1948, they, and this is what Chuck went over uh, on the live stream, I think yesterday, but Israel accepted far less land than they had. There was an agreement made up and the Palestinians were going to get all this land and the and the Jewish people were going to get um, their land. It was way less than they had now. And Israel agreed to right. it. They're like, sure, we, we just want to land. And then what happened? The It's because they hate the Jews. They didn't agree to it. They said, no, we're going to attack you. And then they lost. So I don't know. It's your, and then yeah. that's happened over and over and over again, where they try to come up with agreement, and they and the Palestine and the Israel will agree to something. The Palestinians say they it should be seemingly something that they all right, hey, here's a land for us, and they say no, and then they go and attack the Jews. It's almost like they just want to kill Jews. Yeah, you know, if it, we could just get rid of the Jews, we'd have no problem. It's ridiculous. I I learned about that not not too long ago I was re- because the British had control of the territory they mm-hmm. and they they pulled up because they tried to establish the two the two states and essentially the yep. Palestinians said nope nope we're not going <laughs> to we're not going to ratify it and from that day forward they have done nothing but attack uh attack and Israel lose. that's that's and lose repeatedly and often <laughs> It's like, and maybe there's a, I mean, if you've ever read through the old Testament, all the times when God is and look, I'm not saying we're in the old Testament times, of course, I'm a Christian, but it's just interesting to me when you look at all these battles in the old Testament, there were many times when, you know, God allowed enemies to come in because Israel's sinning and they were 
they were worshiping idols and things of that nature and not obeying mm -hmm. God's commands. And so God would allow other people to come in. But then God would say, well, you know what? That's enough of that. We're going to bring the remnant back. We're going to preserve you. And when they had no business winning, they would they would just win these battles. And it's it's kind of like you look at it now and you're like, all right, you got this little tiny sliver of land. They keep trying to kill them and they keep losing. It's almost like yeah. I, maybe you're fighting a battle. You can't win there. I'm just saying I'm just going to put it out there for you guys. Divine providence could yeah. play a role in this whole situation. And the stranger thing to me is the whole, like you said, is is the anti-Semitism, which until this year, I mean, you've always had people on the, the side of the Palestinians, people on the side of the Jews, but I've never seen it this, and by the way, this is the, uh, uh, the YouTube channel, The Hot Zone with Chuck Holton and his oh, live yeah. stream. So uh, this is from uh, yesterday. But it hasn't been until this year that I've seen so much blatant anti-Semitism and downright hatred for the Jews. And it's been because of the, the whole woke movement and, and, and cancel culture. It's never been this grand, I guess is the word I'm looking for. It's always been there. But it's never been this this big, like blatant and blatant. Because right. how do you you real? And what's shocking to me is, and I think I don't know if we mentioned this before or not, but I've said it somewhere. But Hamas was proudly killing these civilians, right? They were filming mm -hmm. it and posting this stuff online. So it's not like they were trying to hide it. it wasn't like we're going to sneak in here, we're going to start a war, and then. We're going to play like the innocent lamb. Like, no, they were happily showing videos. But you'd see them. How many Hamas fighter? They're wearing GoPros. They know they're some of them are going to get killed and these GoPros are going to get found. They wanted it to be found. And so yep. that's the context. And they're doing all these horrible things to babies and burning people alive. It's just civilians. So they want people to see this. The people around the globe see it. And then they go, you know what? Uh, yeah, but these Jews, I'm telling you, they're they're just they're doing stuff too. How do you? How I, I don't even care what the people are, what the conflict is. You cannot possibly look at this situation and I don't know. Not say, yeah, they got a right to go fight back and just <clears throat> annihilate the hell out of these terrorists. I don't know either. It's weird, and it's the unless opposite. unless unless. You hate Jews. <laughs> that's that's right. the only way you're getting around this. That's it. And the and I'm not even sure it's uh, and I think that the way that the 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 woke crowd is framing it is because Jews are the perceived white people, uh, Palestinians are the perceived brown people, and again, it's white yeah. people hate brown people. That's you, the narrative. Yeah, I get but, it. But is Go ahead. Go ahead. You saw the same thing with the um, uh, with Ukraine and and Russia, and they you know they they were the same people who were condemning Russia for killing babies, for uh, killing animals, for uh, you know being all around uh, a holes, uh, but they never said, well, that's because Ukraine did uh, X. You know, Ukraine is refusing right. their whatever. no calls, no calls for a ceasefire there. No. But here with um, with uh, Israel, it's just bizarre. The whole thing is bizarre to me. Well, and 
I try to look at things. The only, the only way you can possibly get there for like the masses of idiots, useful idiots here in America is the oppressed oppressor thing, right? This is the Marxist way right. to view the world. You have the oppressors and you have the oppressed and they've, yep. they've always just put Palestinians in that bucket. That's just how they've done it, which makes no sense because there's basically no group more persecuted in the entire recent history of the planet than the Jewish people. I don't know how mm-hmm. there's only 16 million of them left around the globe, according to Wikipedia. And there's billions of Christians and billions of Muslims. How do you look at I know. somebody like them and not put them in? How can you, how can they be oppressing everyone just by sheer numbers? <laughs> like these, I know. these three people over here are oppressing the whole world. Like it's, it's, patently stupid and ridiculous on its face and and then also just when you look at i mean look if you want to talk about oppressors hamas is the one oppressing people in gaza that's just they've had control of that thing for 15 years or whatever it is almost 20 years now and yeah that's on them that's on them as as chuck said in his spot in his stream yesterday how hard is it to just stop killing people like what how how about just stop doing that? But but again, that's what's driving it, this hatred of the Jews and this, however, what percentage you want to divide this up, of the Islamic people who are bent on bringing in and ushering in the end times, bringing in the 12th Imam, and the way they do that in their mind is by killing Jews and eradicating Israel from the face of the earth. They think they're you know doing something um, to help usher in the end times and it's like right until you eradicate that this is just going to keep happening which they never will because it's an ideology that you how do you wipe out an ideology that's like the terror yeah it's, well it's like with the and there's so many i mean think about it i mean the billions and billions and billions of muslims even if i mean we used to go through this number but even if you had a five percent three percent radical of what is it? Five? I forget the exact number. It's in the billions. Let's just say five billion or something. That's you know, ten percent is five hundred million. One percent mm-hmm. is is fifty million. I mean, it's like you're still got tens of millions of people. Like I, it's just yeah, it's like ants, right? Like you you kill a bunch and out they come yeah. out of the ground, and you're like, where are these friggin' <clears throat> ants coming from? And it's the same way with know. these terrorists, unfortunately. I don't. I don't know what what it's uh, what it's going to take in the end to uh, to stop this. I I really truly don't. Um, by the way, I I put this up because again, I am my question still remains. Th- these are live cams from Ukraine, where there's supposedly still a giant war, and I'm not d- denying that there's a war. I'm just saying right, right. we're getting live images. And still, uh, and recorded images out of uh, Israel, and this these are live cams across Ukraine, <laughs> and it's where, where I it just it blows my I, mind. Yeah, it's I mean, I gotta I gotta be honest. Question. I mean, the Ukraine thing is the Ukraine thing has been going on so long now. I mean, it'll be what this February? It'll be two years. Two years. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, yeah. That's it's. I mean, I'm sure yes. rockets are flying in occasionally, but. I, I don't know. I haven't really been following it that closely. And it's that is a good question is like, well, well, how much action is there in the theater? Because then that raises questions of, okay, 
is it because of all the help that we've given them that they've been able to slow it down or is it just a way for them to move money around? (laughs) It makes one wonder, doesn't it? It certainly does. does. Um, Sadly, our our taxes are probably going to go up though, by the way. uh, Yes, exactly. That, and that's the, that's the, the whole thing is I'm, I'm, I'm starting to feel like all of Washington is just, just a giant scam. I know it sounds crazy. But I'm I'm starting to feel that way. It's a stretch, uh, Brad. Going out know, on a limb I'm there. Crazy. <laughs> I'm Alex Jones. What do I know? What's happening uh, in today's uh, episode of the Quick Start Podcast? I'm glad you asked, Brad, because I have it I, right here, so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> but uh, I, we talk I about Trump and case. the whole Trump uh, going going off on the quote. I love how he called the trial crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous with Letitia James. I mean, the whole thing, she's just wasting time standing there in the back. Um, we talked about that. And Gal money. Gadot, I think is how you pronounce it. She's actually, mm-hmm. she's very pro-Israel. She's played Wonder Woman. She's trying to show all of this footage to influencers in Hollywood, actors, producers, ever, uh, you know, directors, etc., to try and convince them that, hey, Hamas is actually bad. So good for her on that. Um, and, and good luck. Th- those are a couple of the things. We got some other things too. All right. First Thessalonians right. five. Never, never cease praying. Pray continue. Boy, do we need more than ever right yes. now? Yes. So, yes. Keep up the uh, keep up the good work. And as they say in Hollywood, don't let the bastards get you down. Uh, <laughs> Dan Andros uh, Dan. from uh, FaithWire.com and the host of the Quick Start Podcast. All right. Oh, Gal Gadot. You know she was in the IDF. Uh, yeah, 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 she was. She was. She did her compulsory she, two years, I think. And I remember the 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 criticism or the um, what's the word I'm looking for the the uh, surrounding her portrayal of Wonder Woman. Yeah, and I can't remember if it was because of the woke thing or the Jewish thing. I don't. Anyway, it's just another thing to stack on the uh, the crazy blocks that we have. All around so, us. So, let's be frank and PA says, Israel is like Kyle Rittenhouse being chased down the street by violent thugs, defending with force when necessary, and being condemned for the temerity of defending their own lives by the media and the and the woke mob. I I just don't get it. it I really like don't get it. like they can't fight back. I really don't understand. And uh, just a quick uh, shout out to uh, preparewithmojo50.com because... I mean, we've given you more than enough examples of crazy this morning, and we certainly aren't living in the the sole example of the crazy times because they've been going on for some time, but it just means that sooner or later you're going to need preparewithmojo50.com. So if you don't have your emergency food supply for crying out loud, wake up, smell the crazy, and get you some over at preparewithmojo50.com before it's too late. Not that it's uh, not that it's too late, but just before before it's all too late. There was something else I wanted to bring uh, to your attention, uh, and now oh, the the follow up movie which I was not aware of, the follow up movie to Sound of Freedom, the same company that brought you the uh, Sound of Freedom, yeah, has uh, they've released another movie. It's called After Death. And it's basically what happens to people after they die. They have a, 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 a unique way of promoting the movie, and they did it with their pay-it-forward 
uh, method of getting the word out there. And it allowed people who were going to buy tickets to buy tickets for oh, first, other, first people. other people. Yeah. Yeah. So that they were able to give away, not technically give away because other people had paid for it. So it got 146,000 tickets ahead of its release. And it's now made, I guess, millions uh, of dollars already. Is this like a so near death experience story? It's about, yes. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, Yep, it's about how people have, uh, yeah, what the what they've seen after death or their their near death experiences, as told by scientists, authors, and survivors. It's based on the New York Times best selling books, uh, and so it's out there if you are interested in the follow up to Sound of Freedom because I had seen no advertising for it whatsoever. I have it's neither. After after death uh, is uh, out there for you to take part in right now. What do you mean it's let's go? And that right there is the cherry on top. Nothing like a dead cherry on top I of like a Sunday. On top. Right? Even if it is after death. That's uh, two hours of audio deliciousness and insanity known as the Daily Mojo for today. Tuesday, the 7th of November, the year of our Lord, 2023. It's uh, Election Day. Get out there and vote. Yeah, it is. Uh, vote, vote early. Vote often, as they say in Washington. Uh, let's see here. Find out if anybody uh, learned a damn thing during the course of the program. James, Dan Andros seems to have had extra coffee this morning. Look at Joshua's curse upon Palestine after the Battle of Jericho. Uh, Wade Robertson, uh, <laughs> Apple is gay. <laughs> I'm telling you, Apple is a crazy ex-girlfriend who you just can't give up. You just can't. I just, baby, I love you. I love you. Shy boy in Iowa. Hi, I was forgotten about for three years and have had uh, that much time to come up with a not my fault story. Still vote believer and sounds like a money grab with a soon to come book uh, regarding the uh, the Karen in the park. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still kind of. I think she she sounds douchey to me, <laughs> but that's just me. Uh, let's see, uh, Stinky Biscuit. It must have been a really good book. I see what you did there. The kid who ate the Bible, right? See what he did there. Over in the, uh, boy, Missy 13 is talking and tasting the biscuit. She's had her coffee today. Where's where's my work husband, Spins? My interweb husband. No, they're a little wacky over there, aren't they? Uh, and in the uh, Daily Mojo chat room, where the hell did it go? American Jackass. Well, they're wiping out the idea of America. They're trying to. They're trying and some days they do a better job than others. Ron, I was going to say, but I won't. You've just been fantastic. Thank you, Brad. Because I think we all have you those too, days, Brad. Don't we? You have been fantastic. Have I? Yeah, oh, My always. hands are softer, aren't they? Yes. I, I use lotion today. As for the rest of you, remember that we, the people, must hang together. Otherwise, we shall surely hang separately. Sick Semper Tyrannus, resist, stupid. And good night, Doc Thompson. Wherever you are. See you tomorrow. It's hump day. Uh, Watch and listen at thedailymojo.com.